Hello and welcome to episode five of Shoot the Shit, the podcast where I interview men because I want men to talk. Today I'm joined by a good friend and a good friend of my partner, uh, Mustafa. So thank you very much for, for being with us today. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me. Good, good. Yes, I'm very well. Thank you. I'm very well. So question one of the podcast is usually, uh, I like to throw out, it's quite a biggie. Um, so what makes Mustafa a man? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> okay, we're getting straight into it. Um, that's, um, that's a very, very good question. Um, funnily enough, I've never actually thought about it. Um, I guess my outward appearance appears to be a man. Um, I I have the, the the genes and the chromosomes to be a man, but in terms of um, sort of behaving and and acting like a, like a man, uh, I I feel like um, I I haven't sort of reached that. Um, so what makes me a man? I guess I would say. Um, I guess the societal views of me, um, but I mean, uh, I know I'm a man, but I just, hmm. this, this can't be the podcast where I find out that I'm, uh, I'm actually non-binary. Um, but, <laughs> uh, very, very good question. I think, um, I need to delve into that. Yeah, it's I, I like to throw it in there straight away. Literally, everyone's response is the same. It's like, oh shit, we started, um, which yeah. is uh, which is good. But yeah, I think the reason that I asked that question is that it needs to be subjective. I think that's really important. You actually touched on some really nice points there, which was like society's view, this, this, and this. So what yeah. I'm hoping from this, and what I'm hoping to glean from this, is in the future when someone asks you that question you can just list your traits and you can just list right. i am i am me and this is what makes me a man and it yeah. it's not really looking at that societal side of things and i've literally right, had right. the same res- the same response from everyone is like yeah. been almost like this scratch card of like what is a man and it's like trying yeah. to they've tried to shoehorn themselves into those responses and then we yeah. then we have a good chat and there's a lot there's a lot that sort of gets on earth from that and i to be honest with you i stupidly don't ask the question at the end and i think i should yeah uh, start doing that as well <laughs> no no it's, it's it's a great question to sort of start with because then it gets you thinking like what are the boxes that i i tick as a man and my sort of everyday duties that i do that makes me a man and the funny thing is it's not like i wake up and go you know sort of I shall be a man today or you, it's, just, it's something that I've, I've never really, really thought about actually. It's, 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 it's quite a, yeah, it really gets you going. I have to, yeah. um, I have to research it more now. Get the cogs going. So, yeah. um, let's maybe start with a little bit of a, of an easier sort of question on that front. Give us a little bit of an intro sort of, um, who is Mustafa? What do you do? Um, and why, why you were so keen to sort of do this podcast with me i um my name is mustafa i am currently 27 years old um i have been super interested in in mental health i i did a degree in psychology um and then i went into fashion funnily enough um so mental health has always been sort of something that i've i've 
um I guess looked up to and and really wanted to research more and there's a funny saying that everyone who goes into psychology is actually a little bit messed up themselves and they're trying to find the answers um but I mean I'm I'm very sort of grateful that that I did and uh and right now what I do in 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 the company that I work for so I work for fashion so I work for uh Dior um I actually recently became their mental health ambassador um so uh to really get things going but yeah I guess that's that's a little bit about me lovely so there's yeah there's going to be a lot to to unearth um hopefully you don't sort of psycho uh, analyze too much but um because yeah, cause, yeah no, that's uh, <laughs> we're trying to trying to get the uh the, the real the real you in this so yeah um let's sort of go as far back as you would sort of like to go back on your sort of life journey <laughs> like sort of when mm-hmm. societal pressures has been a big big talking point for me so maybe where that first sort of societal pressure sort of came in into your sort of uh, your life and when it became a, a prevalent prevalent part well you know growing up as a non-conventional uh, man um, there's been a lot of sort of um, digging and searching um, in the sense of who I am and that's why your first question kind of threw me off a little bit um, which is funny enough I, I'm still digging and searching um, well, I guess, you know, as as a kid, um, being a little bit confused about my gender, sorry, not my gender, my sexuality, you sort of um, are not taught in schools um, about, you know, um, what you are and, and how you can, uh, how you can find that. And growing up as a sort of um, slightly chubby um, gay and uh, also I had braces, uh, the trifecta of bullying. Um, I I was uh, sort of pressured into, you know, a lot of a lot of questions that I had to answer as, as a child, which I, again, I know I make it sound like it's the worst thing, but I'm very thankful for, for those experiences because they've made me who I am now. And, um, you know, uh, without without all of that, tough societal bullying i i don't think i would have um had the resilience that i have now um and you know i'm still um i'm still you know still at age 27 i'm still learning and i'm still developing myself um and i'm still coming across parts of myself which which um makes me question things um so i guess that's a little bit of my uh, background. So then, then again, I went into psychology thinking, you know, maybe, maybe this degree will help me find the answers to, um, to, to a lot of things. And again, I'm, I'm very grateful that I did that because um, I've learned a lot of, lot of um, interesting facts about men's mental health or, or my mental health. And um, again, it, it's equipped me with how to deal with society. Um, and I guess, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit about my small background. Yeah, cool. So you touched on a, a quite an interesting point there, which is what school, um, was, was like, I guess, in the sense of like trying to, to figure out who you are. I mean, as, as any, yeah. any child, no matter what your journey is, there's always an element of trying to find out 
um, who you are. Do you think that that's now sort of a an easier journey for someone to go into, or do you think that potentially there's more more pitfalls um, around sort of? I guess for me, it's sort of like. We we sort of went to school at quite a similar time. I was um, I'm 30 or 27, so, so sort of mm-hmm. so like knowing gay people or uh, bisexual people, it was still like quite a rarity. And I have people that yeah. I went to school with that didn't come out until they finished school. It was almost like a case yeah. of I've finished school, all that pressure's gone. I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. now, and I'm able to to come out as as gay, but they yeah. would obviously didn't feel like they were comfortable to do that at school now. Do you feel that that's easier to do now or do you feel like it's almost like too much um, sort of influence is, is put onto people and it's almost creates a confusion on yeah. all these options? I think um, I've been a little bit torn because when I was at school, again, like you said, I was very sort of um, closeted and hidden and um, I didn't want anyone to find out. And like you said, as soon as I finished sixth form, as soon as I went to uni and I was like, okay, fine, I'm 100% gay. I have nothing tying me back anymore. I'm meeting new people. But being in that sort of high school area and being gay, it it was so difficult in the sense that you had all this pressure to hide. But again, it taught me a lot of life skills um, in the sense of like, you know, um, uh, I used to, my tactic in high school was to um, was to be with the popular girls. So they would sort of protect me. Um, and then from then, I've just learned to always um, sort of surround myself with women. Um, so I guess that's done from that. But to answer your question, is it easier? I think there's just a lot more sort of, things that you're exposed to nowadays um when when i was in high school i i had no idea about sort of like you know like i was saying like non-binary and stuff and and all of this and this i just thought it was just black and white it was just gay straight i didn't even know that bisexuality existed um so nowadays i guess you're more exposed to a lot of different things which is an amazing thing because you can you can i guess um steer towards what you feel like you are and you are more um sort of open to um exploring those areas and 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 finding out more about yourself whereas the resources that i had in high school were um were so limited and um and i was quite scared to type things into google too because i was scared someone's going to find out so right now you you've got like Instagram, you've got TikTok, you've got everything that that you're sort of, uh, these things come to you, whereas I had to do the digging, I had to do the searching, um, I had to come to terms with myself, and and this all came from virtually zero resources. So I think nowadays, I, I, I would say it's, I hope it's easier, I think it's a little bit more accepting, I feel like I see a lot more stories of kids coming out in high school and kids coming out at like, you know, very, very young ages, which, you know, I would have loved to have done if if, if that meant that, you know, um, I would not be, um, uh, you know, uh, bullied for that, but I, I think I, I would have to say it's a little bit more easier to sort of be who you are in nowadays if 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 i was to redo high school 
um, with all the resources that I've, I've come across and I'm doing, I think it would have been a much smoother sort of transition into finding out who you are now, I would say. Yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting debate really, because you have so many, like you say, so many resources and you have a lot more understanding, I think. And then you're also sort of spoiled for choice at one point, which is like, you know what I mean? Like all of these things come, can you imagine being sort of, well, I can't imagine myself being young in high school and having all of these, everything, like all of these things bombarding you and telling you, oh, you could be this, you could be this, and you could be that, which again, which is amazing because those those guys didn't know that these existed. I didn't know this existed, but again, you were, you were just spoiled for choice you're just like which one do i sort of steer towards and and if i feel like this am i this or if i feel a little bit like that whereas yeah i don't know that's um i guess i guess it should be easier yeah i I think you you sort of get both sides of the coin so like that that bullying mentality that you sort of feared that's Mm. almost like well it's so in mainstream culture that I can observe all of this anyway. So when someone is yeah. is different in inverted commas, as it would have been perceived um, just a, a few short years ago, is not necessarily seen as different anymore. There's a, you might yeah. be, uh, it might not be seen as, yeah, it's not seen as different. It might not be seen as a bullying target. There might be uh, other things that kids bully on uh, now yeah. compared to sort of those sort of things. I think the power of social media has been, a really big big thing for like you say people being able to explore different people even from uh sexuality all the way through to like even if you were the weird yeah. weird, weird nerdy kid that was like mad into warhammer or something along those lines like you might mm-hmm. have been one of one of 300 in that school um i know i was and um <laughs> but with the with online and that sort of thing you can sort of go into those communities and you can spend your after schools with watching people paint Warhammer or someone talking openly about um, exploring yeah. sexuality. So it's a lot easier to to pick, to get that information, like you said. But then there's the other side of it where it's almost like that pressure of like, do I have to make a decision now? Is the, um, yeah. am, am, I, am I bisexual? Am I gay? Am I non-binary? Like there's a lot of other sort of narrative around it. And it's almost that, yeah, that, that's sort of my viewpoint. On and it. I, I also think it's quite, it's much more safer to have those resources. Like, I don't know. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to, I used to go on these stupid little chat rooms and it's like, cause I had no one to sort of discuss this with or, or, or talk to. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking back now, I'm thinking like, oh my God, what if I actually met someone up on that chat room and I would have been like kidnapped or, or something like this. Now you can just literally, um, it served you on a platter all these like all these all these um, great resources but yeah it's 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 a little bit more safer um and it's um and it's a little bit more sort of um freedom of choice in a sense but i guess i mean i would have been um I would have been very happy to go into high school nowadays than you know like 20 uh, 20 years ago well around like 10 or 15 years ago yeah um, so what, what made you make that decision? So I, I didn't actually know that you didn't come out until, um, after school, after sixth form and sort yeah. of that moving on. So that 16 
15 to 18 is that sort of like sexual phase of, of school where you're trying to get girlfriends or boyfriends if you're yeah. um, sort of going like that in that direction. What what did that feel like when, because I imagine at that point you were pretty 85, 90% sure that it was, this was uh, who you were. So what did yeah. that feel like in that small time period? I know it's a short time period, but sort of not being able to be yourself. So uh, you mean from like uh, high school to like up until when I left high school, what was it like? Well, that that's sort of like, so you've got your first bit of high school where it's like just high school, but like where it's almost like there's that yeah. sexuality that you're exploring with your peers. It's like where you're sort of exploring that side of things. What was that like as a as a time period for you? I don't know. I would say it was, it, again, it was very sort of um, dark. I didn't have anyone to speak to. I didn't know what really gay was. And I was questioning a lot of things. I fell into this rabbit hole of like seclusion and, and um, I I just always wanted to be alone. Um, I was so afraid of being different for, from everyone. Um, you know, day in, day out, you would sort of get bullied for like the smallest things of um whether it be how i walk and all this so again i i repressed it i pushed everything back um and i just i just didn't want to deal with it i genuinely i just had no one who i could speak this um speak my truth to so um so i would turn to like stupid things like um like chat rooms um sort of secretly googling things when when no one was around but then as soon as um i hit that sort of uh, again 15 16 mark i i started to explore that a little bit more and be like okay fine um now you know the hormones are surging so um let's um let's let's delve deep into this so um i started researching things i started talking to people a little bit more and then, um, but again, at the same time, um, I, I hadn't told anyone. It was just, it was just genuinely just me. Um, but I was still um, trying to find these because I was so, so depressed. I was just, um, I just felt secluded from everybody. Um, everyone was out, like, um, you know, with their girlfriends and stuff. And everyone kept asking me who I fancied and, and, and I had to lie. It just felt like my existence of that time was genuinely a lie it sounds quite depressing but uh, but it was just um it was not something that i um sort of think back at it now um it's something again even in my adulthood i've quite repressed those years um because it's just not something that i want to relive and 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 um um uh, and bring out but um it but again, it, it really genuinely shaped me to be um, someone who who who's an advocate for these things now. I I would have loved to have had someone like me now um, meet me at that age, just to be like, you know, everything's gonna be fine. Because like, I don't know if you remember those campaigns that we used to have that was like, you know, it gets better and stuff and all this. And I just I never used to believe it because I just thought, you know, how could it? Like, if I didn't see a foreseeable future of myself where I'm sort of happy, how could it get better? So I never believed those things. And then I, once I left sixth form, I was like, you know what? F it. Um, 
I have no ties to high school anymore. I'm going to completely like change myself. I can't be in this sort of rut and just sort of in this secluded, um, um, secluded sort of part of my life where I just have to worry about this anymore. So as soon as I entered university, I was like, hi, Mr. Fert, gay. Like I was just immediately, um, because there was just something that, that was inside of me at that time where it was just really trying to come out and, and, um, and really sort of, you know, be out in the open, but I was really repressing it in and, and I felt so, so free after that. It was, it was, I, I don't know how to describe it to you. It was, it was this massive, massive weight off my chest that I could just like now breathe and actually talk about things and, and, you know, and learn all these things. I had to learn, you know, a lot about like gay feelings and, and all of this at such an, you know, such a mature age where I should have been learning about this when I was a kid. Um, when we had sex ed, there was no such thing as like, you know, gay sex ed and stuff. And the only, the only um, way I could teach myself at that time, because I was a kid, I didn't know any better. So I, I, I would watch, you know, those fun sites, um, which, which is not the best way to learn about, you know, what you, no. how to practice it safely and, and, you know, and how to behave and all this. So, I just think a lot of my life at that time had just been put on hold and it was on pause. And, um, and then once I managed to sort of break free from it, I, my God, now I live my truth every single day. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. Actually. It's, it was like a complete 180. Um, it was just such, such a dark, yeah, such a dark period. Yeah. I, 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 I like to try and, touch on as much as as much as we can um, yeah, yeah, in these. i don't, don't want to try and bring up too many bad memories but i hope that it's oh of, no no no! don't worry about it yeah. so i'm more than i'm i'm honest to god hoping that someone sees my story and who has felt the same way as me back then just knows that finally there's someone out there who's made it out of it which i i'm more than happy to touch on like any anything like that i i just i want someone sort of old me to see knew me now so if if it helps someone i'm i'm totally up for sharing everything yeah that's literally the the whole goal of this if it helps one person it's uh it's done its job so that's that's essentially the whole thing so i imagine it was it's almost like you had a, a dirty little secret that shouldn't have been a dirty little secret it was just this and it must have just i i, I can't i genuinely can't imagine it obviously i've held secrets back but like never to yeah something that's my actual that inner, inner personality that I just want to let out and I want to shout um, from that point of view. So once you'd sort of opened the, opened the door, so to speak, and you were um, moving forward with your life, you obviously talk about there still wasn't that that resource. That was quite an interesting thing you sort of mentioned. You sort of said like you still had to look at, naughty videos and that was like your yeah. your way of learning which if you were to like if you were to look at now and the the feedback on that like there's a big push on young men and how they've been seen to treat um their partners based on um yeah. watching watching these sort of things so the fact that mm -hmm. that was your your outlet is not exactly like you say it's, there was no education it was very much yeah the the polar opposite of that so 
you're like you say you're almost stagnated in your in your growth because you're almost playing catch up so how was um uni in that century obviously um studying in your subject something that's actually really closely linked to this um again just to answer those questions like to try and answer those questions a little bit more so what was uni like for you because i imagine it was quite a, a thrilling experience in that sense it was it was honestly great as soon as i sort of um you know, let it out and, and accepted myself. Um, everything had just sort of turned. I had an amazing experience. I I um, had a great time. I I wasn't lying to anyone. I was actually being appreciated for who I was, which is such an um, such a weird feeling to to sort of have, where you come from a place where you are sort of um, you know sort of bullied in that sense, and you're always taught to. Uh, behave in a certain way but at uni I, I completely expressed myself in the sense of how I wanted to I walked how I wanted to I, I spoke how I wanted to I dressed the way that I wanted to it was just such a liberating sort of experience to have and when you compare it sort of high school me I was just this repressed little kid who was just screaming to 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 sort of come out but uni was just was great. I, I finally managed to catch up to, um, you know, 10 years of lost, um, lost education, but, you know, it, it was a quick little speed, speed course on a lot of things. Um, and, uh, I sort of became in tune with myself. And from then on, I, I promised myself to sort of, um, never hide who I was or, or be ashamed. Um, uh, in high school it made me it knocked my confidence down so much to a point where at uni I was having trouble actually approaching people because I was always thinking oh what if they what if they still cling on to their high school ideas and and they think it's bad and it sort of hindered me a tiny bit but as soon as we um sort of progressed throughout the years it, everyone sort of loved it it was it, it was such I had to describe it. It's like it was like literally stepping through a portal where you are, you know, battered every day to 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 somewhere where it's just it's appreciated, if not encouraged. Um, I was having people coming up to me and saying like, "Oh, oh, they love this, they love this," and in my head it wasn't it wasn't sort of sort of calculating properly because I was like, "But I was bullied for this. Why do you like it?" It, it was just it was a lot of weird, mixed, confusing feelings at at first, and then. Um, once I found out that this is actually, you know, um, me and and I shouldn't be sort of ashamed of it, it, it became an amazing sort of experience and everything just became, uh, it's going to sound cheesy, but just easy. It just became like, I was like, it's like I was stuck on hard mode. And then finally, it's just like, okay, like, this is now, um, this is now life, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I touched on it in um, the last podcast as well. So uni, uni for me was a was a big eye opener. I um I'm I'm naturally quite in myself. I'm not an, an extrovert by any stretch of the imagination, but at school that was magnified and I I wouldn't if fourteen year old me saw this, he'd be like, You you're speaking to someone on the internet yeah. and other people like they've been blown away um mainly yeah. with the 
technology, but no, um, I was I was very introverted, and, and uni allowed me to to come out of that shell, and so I it, ironically it felt a lot of a lot safer place to, like you say, not not necessarily reinvent yourself, but to just explore more. Everyone's there, yeah. enjoying the same experiences, and one thing that you sort of touched on there was like, well, what if they have this? You find out very quickly with university that you if you don't get on with someone, you don't have to spend any time with them. Whereas in school, yeah. you're sort of like in this class of 30 kids and it's like, I don't like Dan, he's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, but you have to sit next to fucking Dan, which is just, <laughs> it's such an absurd, absurd, like, yeah, it's so interesting. It's such an absurd sort of um, thing to learn at, at that age and be like, oh, if that person doesn't like me, I, I don't have to talk to them. That's weird. Um, but but again I had to relearn a lot of things and 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 be like okay so uni is a little sort of um a small course for actual real life like hopefully real world is going to be like uni um where you have sort of the freedom of choice to speak to who you want and you naturally gravitate towards people who you like and and they like you and stuff whereas in high school it was just you're clumped in this tiny little classroom together where people who you don't really like but you have to constantly keep seeing them and that's had again that had such a toll on me back there uh, back in the day whereas like coming out to union and and realizing that you know life could actually um be quite fun is was was incredibly liberating and after that after going to the real world i was like okay fine if i pass uni i can do anything and then the real world was just the same it was like you can you can you know be yourself and and stay away from people who you don't want to be with it was such a weird concept to learn and and understand especially as like um as like a um as like a gay kid where you're like okay but what if part of the world still doesn't accept you because they don't but again it's not like you run into these people in your social circles or, or the places that you hang where you go but it's quite rare that you do um but yeah that that's a very um very interesting concept so let's sort of i want to move on to your career and, and that side of things now so just to sort of finish off this little topic if you could mm-hmm. talk to a 14 year old or younger someone who's sort of in in that age bracket that was in a similar situation to you what would be your not advice what would be your opinion on on that situation now and sort of sort of then so like how would you say it both times to to sort of those sort of people it's uh, it's it, it's <laughs> I know I bashed it, but it it genuinely does get better. It's 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 such a cheesy and like over um oversaturated sort of saying, but it it back then I didn't know that it made sense. But once you actually start sort of living life and start progressing through life, it genuinely does start to get better. Yes, it's shitty now, and yes, you're gonna have not the best time now, but you you can't focus on that you just have to sort of lift through it um and find people who love and support you for who you are and stick by them stop you know i know you are um sort of 
uh, encased in a classroom of people who, who, who you might not particularly like, but you can also find people who accept you and are willing to, um, to love you and, and speak to them and, and, um, and gain advice. And I wish I knew as a kid that there were these, um, um, sort of, uh, LGBT youth centers, which, which I had no idea existed. Uh, I actually, once I found out existed, I started volunteering for them and started to spread the word. Cause, uh, cause I was like, I, I wish I did, you know, find, find communities that accept you and, and love you. And, and they're the ones that are going to make that horrid journey that you're at the moment, just slightly better, just to hold off until, you know, you can go into, um, you can go into real life because real life is not, it's not high school. It's, um, it's for some people it's amazing, but for me it wasn't great, but you know, I guess, um, just, just find shelter in, in love. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. You couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. I, um, <laughs> one, of, one of the things I wanted to just quickly pick up on there was that you, you said that you're doing it to death, but, it only gets better is yeah. quite quite apt in this in this whole sphere i think for you that's obviously a suppression that obviously weighs on you that put, forces you into depression and that is that's your yeah. cause of, of mental health no matter what your cause is as long as you can find a way to address it where like you say it's finding those solutions that allow you to sort of blossom out of this it instantly gets better it's it's crazy yeah. it's crazy to think like i've touched on this briefly but my my journey with mental health probably started three or four months ago in the sense that mm. i literally looked myself in the mirror and that that man was not someone i wanted to be that was not mm -hmm. me at all i was a shell of a man i was horrible to be around like you wouldn't want to be with me but like right. from then until now I'm talking like a 12-week period I've changed a few little things and I I'm not actually glowing that's a lie but I, <laughs> I do feel a million times better and I I'm yeah. nowhere near the top I'm nowhere near sorted i think that's something that i've also wanted to touch on with this is that mental health is exactly that it's your health it needs to be constantly yeah looked after but yeah i'm in a completely different place i i just that's amazing. I, can ima i can just imagine the the the, euph the euphoria of that weight coming off and it's like yeah and then sort of the realization of oh shit, I've got actual shit to do. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's it's mostly about like sort of refocusing and and finding those little hinders, um, which bother you, which 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 sort of stop you from waking up happy and and honestly taking action in charge of that. Um, when I was young, again, a lot of things were not in my control but what was in my control was was my friendship group and my community, and I feel like. If I didn't have that, I, I didn't even know what I would what I would be now. But yeah, you're right. I think it's just taking a look in your mind and, and, and finding out sort of um, what needs to be um, looked after, what needs to be cherished, what needs to be healed, what you have to sort of deal with, and then um, doing a deep cleanse. Yeah, definitely. 
So I'm going to segue this into a sort of your your next stage of your life by talking about the time that we actually met, um, which was uh, at my partner's flat. We yes. you came round and you brought a board game with you which I, for the life of me i cannot remember oh my god i have it here <laughs> you are gonna be can you believe i actually have it here this is a, this it's, is um, a... that's so crazy and the funny thing is if i do open it i'm sure i can find your um your thing on here that is insane i'm so glad you mentioned it um yep here it is look Oh, this is so weird. Hold on. God, this is... Uh... Look, do you remember when we did the first impressions of each other? And I put, for Lewis, I put, chill, kind, sweet boy. I mean, slightly. <laughs> slightly not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, what what's the game called? Sorry, I can't remember it. So it's uh, it's called uh, We're Not Really Strangers. We're Not Really it's, Strangers. Um, which is um, uh, this YouTube, uh, sorry, YouTube, this Instagram page that I followed, um, who uh, she made this, this really intense game where you really get to know each other on uh, different sort of levels. And I remember we played that. Yeah, that's, um, that's hilarious. And I, and I still keep it here and I sort of play it with some people and it's just, it really it really makes them open up a little bit more because the questions are sort of worded in a way in which to sort of um, answer them truthfully and deeply. And it really, really touches on some um, some things that you really wouldn't talk about with uh, with strangers. Yeah, definitely. And um, potentially not even with your, with your own friends. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm a bit of an introvert. That wasn't uh, my... Uh... <laughs> It was good. It genuinely was good fun. Once, uh, once I got into it, yeah. it was uh, it was really good, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But it was, um, yeah. I just remember that there was at the end of it. It was like it felt like I'd known you for a very long period of time, yeah. even even yeah. though that was the first first time that we'd uh, we'd actually met. So I I wanted to mention it because, like, you've obviously pop back up now and, and stuff like that. I don't we've obviously pandemic and stuff, so we've not really seen yeah. too much of each other. But it, it still it still feels like we've uh, got that that connection which was which was great um for me to to know that, that that game had done its done its job as well. Yeah. But that that really show showcases your your character, I think, the fact that you were <laughs> I I'm I'm playing this game, so you're gonna yeah. play it too. Um, <laughs> even though it's the first time that we that we'd met and i i, I think yeah. from you explaining where you were as uh little mustafa all the way up to up to then i think that shows yeah. a, 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 exactly what you were trying to um say in your in your sort yeah. of statement that it does get better and that you were like hi i'm mustafa i'm gay this is what we're this is the game we're like yeah. this is the game we're going to play so um yeah that was that was sort of that but um i want to talk a little bit more about where so you obviously finished university you um went into you went straight into fashion is that correct 
I um so I finished university and I thought let me take a gap year because I wanted to go into my masters and I was going to do my doctorate um because I was like yep psychology this is what I want to do da, da, da. and then I was like okay let me take a gap year because that means if I do one year of masters and then years of PhD I'm going to be in education for the rest of my life so I might as well just you know pursue something that I've always loved but again I was quite um sort of bullied for liking so i was like okay i've done uni um let me go into fashion so then i applied for fashion and funnily enough with no experience or anything at all um must have been my charms that uh i was i was um i was let in and i and then i got into this world of you know sort of i mean uni was 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 kind of gay whereas like fashion is like gay so then it's like um you go into you sort of you're sort of thrown into the deep end and uh you meet a lot of super interesting people who've had like um different um uh sort of childhoods and everything like that and you sort of learn from each other and it was and it was such uh, an amazing environment to be in which uh, you know so now I'm in my fifth gap year uh so i'm still uh, i'm still sort of pursuing that but it's again i think it's because i was just so bullied for liking it and and um you know it's such a feminine thing to like and it was a it was a passion that was not very um you know um respected i guess so i was just like okay i've done everything let me pursue this and uh yeah here i am five years on five years on five years into your gap year but th- this is the thing like uh, i think i mentioned this to uh, i think it was in dan's podcast not the same dan that we both didn't like just before i forget that because <laughs> <laughs> um, <Quick>. he <laughs> he um he didn't go to he didn't go to uni and then we sort of talked about that and it was like and he he chopped and changed his careers and sort of found his feet and then I, I sort of went into the conversation about my mum and how she went back to went to uni in her uh later life I won't tell her tell everyone how old she was when she went back <laughs> she all there yeah. around the face um so it's like career isn't career anymore it's it's sort of a, amalgamated into one and I think if you go back and study and you do all of these other things there's so many options available to you there is no sort of like yeah. uh, we'll call it a gap here it's it's experience it's life experience you're, you're working mm-hmm. and you're doing something that you 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 enjoy which i mean for the majority of people is a rarity so you've uh... I, I i also think that sort of in the back of my head and uh, back of my head everything that i've done so far has just been one big f u to sort of my high school days. I think everything that I've been sort of told not to do, I've just done because I was like, you know, because I was so trapped in this in this terrible terrible environment where now now that I'm older and I get to have free choice and everything, I just wanted to just give them the big middle finger. So just um just to I guess prove something to myself and and have that satisfaction. And funnily enough, it's worked. I feel great. Good. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that that's the case. You um you used quite an interesting choice of words when you first sort of said you said that they they let you in, and uh, I want to just sort of get an understanding. Like fashion is 
super clicky. Like if you're not wearing the the I'm right thing yeah. in the right, like, this is my horrendous attempt at fashion. So <laughs> I, please apologize. If you're not wearing the right thing in the right season, you are shunned and you're um, ostracized to um, wearing jumpers with odd color sleeves. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is that like from a day-to-day basis? I imagine that there's sort of this societal pressure again, but it's almost like clicky pressure. Is is that there in this yeah. role or what, what how, do, how are you finding that side of things? There is a lot of clickiness. Um, and, you know, uh, as with most things, usually, I mean, the whole clickiness aspect is because it's filled with a lot of gays and females. So I guess you, you sort of sort of stick together and and there's a lot of competition everywhere and you and you do wanna be, you know, the one that's on the top and in an environment where it's predominantly, you know, women and gays, you are gonna have sort of um well Mean Girls describes it better. It says they say that when you fight in girl world, everything is everything is uh, behind the scenes. It's never sort of um, you know up front like it is with guys. I mean, guys punch each other and then they they hug each other, you know, um, a second later. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of clickiness. But you know, I've 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 stopped myself from becoming the bully. Sort of um, um, that Batman reference where it's like you you live long enough to see yourself a villain or something. Um, but uh, I have there have been moments where I've fallen into it where um, I didn't um, I didn't want to or didn't really realize that I was doing so. But then um, you know there was something in me that that had that experience before. Um, so I've, you know, managed to get out of the hole and stuff and, and try not to, um, try not to be the thing that I hated most, uh, because again, I just, I could not imagine myself looking myself in the mirror and seeing the faces as, uh, instead of my face, seeing the faces of, of my high school bullies in the mirror, which, which just would have really been, um, quite awful. Um, but yes, in, in every day, um, I try my best to to sort of um not fall into that um uh, whereas uh i i do work in fashion but then uh, like i said previously i also uh volunteer for an lgbt charity so it's just that balance to to sort of uh ground yourself and humble yourself and to and to always remember where you kind of came from um because yeah i just i i I couldn't i couldn't think of making someone else feel um what i felt years ago yeah i think there is there is that element to it, but I, I really want to I want to caveat that because I don't want to feel like I'm having a go at, at fashion as that. Like every every industry and every sort of profession has that sort of trying to get to the top. And the thing with fashion, yeah. and especially high end fashion, is it is hyper competitive. Like yeah. you're talking about the pinnacle of an area that is liked by a huge proportion of of the of the world's population like those jobs and though that career path is a very sought after career path not for Mm -hmm. everyone as is not trying to be a ceo of a FTSE 100 company but at the end of the day it is a hyper competitive industry and there's always going to be an element of i'm going to mess it up for this guy or this girl because 
I know I can get under their skin a little bit and yeah. that's one less person for me to worry about. And that happens across all industries where it's hyper competitive as well. There's no there's no two ways about that. Yeah, of course. But um like you said, um well like uh, like you said earlier, it's just with 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 guys it's 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 like it's easier to sort of screw people over where it's like where where it's like females and gays, it's it's everything is behind the scene you'll you'll never see it done um in front of your face you'll find out about it um it's just it's a lot of um yeah it's just a lot of viciousness that that sort of goes on but as long as you you know prevail from that and, and not fall into it i think um it's just like any other industry yeah so how do you deal with that from a from a day-to-day because You've obviously said that you don't want to do that side of it, but I imagine some there must be an element of it coming coming your way. As in, how do I deal with the with so the like, clickiness? So, then? so like the behind you say the behind the scenes stuff is happening, and then mm. you find out a bit later. Like, how do you not allow that to ruin your day or like get you into a state of de- like depression? Like, how do you not allow I that to be? That's the thing. I think I used to. Um, um, I think I used to really let it get to me on a personal level and I always used to sort of take it home with me um, and I used to always um, think that I needed to be liked by everyone there and, and I needed to um, be this be this person that you were seeing all around you and, and you had to be like the stereotypical bitchy gay to you know get to the top and stuff and I used to really channel that and and um, think about it at night and what was going to be my next move and all this. And again, that put me in this sort of slowly and this slow um, depression spiral that it was I was just getting into my head all the time. But then one day I just I just stopped sort of caring about it in a sense that I didn't let it, you know, um, I didn't let it hurt me in a personal level, and then afterwards, I, I've I've had a very smooth sailing sort of um, a career. So now I don't take anything that's being done or, or said outside home. I I separate work from work from uh, work from home, and yeah, it's 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 just really not letting it control you in that sense um yes you want to get to the top and stuff but there are other ways of 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 doing so um you don't always have to stab someone uh, in the back to 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 rise up but i just i've just learned how to manage my sort of um manage my stress manage my um expectations in that sense a little bit better over the coming years and again like i said I'm still still learning at, at at age 27 and all of these experiences that I've had have have truly shaped me to be you know quite a quite a resilient sort of type of guy. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think if you want to be the tallest building you don't have to tear everyone else down to be that. Just mm-hmm. build the tallest building is a is a good analogy there. So let's let's sort of touch a little bit on this this current role that you've sort of stepped into. So mm-hmm. Um, again, this mental health is becoming the forefront of a lot of businesses. It's starting to become quite prevalent. But again, yeah. not to like keep having a dig. You would sort of expect it to be the last thing as a 
on a on a high end fashion the same way that you wouldn't expect it on a high intensity sales floor like there's yeah there's industries that you're sort of there's still a very big taboo against sort of mental health so how did Mm -hmm. how did that how did that role um come about and yeah well the role uh, within itself was um sort of emailed in the sense that oh hey we have this mental health ambassador role if anyone would like to um you know put themselves forward um please do and then um we all had to uh, i put myself forward and so did a few other people and we all had to sort of vote which um again um plays a sort of popularity card and you know it's a little bit it's a little bit not the best way to to choose it i i personally think it should have been done in the sense of like um you know you go up to i guess hr and and give your case and then they choose as opposed to someone sort of electing you because again it's not it's not about what your credentials are before it's really a popularity contest so i i i I just explained to everyone you know i've i have a psychology degree it's something that i've um i've loved doing so i guess uh if you elect me I'll, i'll try my best to um, to make everyone's mental health a little bit better here. Um, and yeah, that's how it came about. Cool. And what does that, what does it look like? What is it, what's your input? Um, so the role itself is we, we, um, gather, um, everyone's sort of requests when it comes to mental health and, uh, we pitch it, uh, once a month to, um, sort of this, this, not a board meeting, but a meeting of all the mental health ambassadors from the uh, different regions, and um, and especially with the with the HR leader and someone who's uh, been appointed um, part of the mental health team too, and then we try to figure out <clears throat> the best ways to communicate with our team and to help them um, to deal with the with the everyday pressures of work, um, which again. As much as I love this role, I'm still working for a corporate which um they don't really um they don't really get mental health uh, to that extent like they're, again they're quite constricted in what what they can do whereas my ideas were like you know let's get an in-house therapist and and they were like, no, we don't have that much money which I work with the dollar company which is still which is anyway um but you know it's 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 their idea of like mental health is like um let's put on a picnic and it's just it's it's not it's not like the best way of uh of of dealing with this but 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 we are slowly starting to get a little bit better um in the sense that we have um a lot more ideas coming up in the next um next coming uh, year and all of this we just we are just still governed by that corporate mindset at the moment but um, but it's starting to. The good thing about the role is that it's it, it's it's um it's a good exposure to to the teams and stuff to let them know that this exists and you can talk to us and then you can uh, put forward your ideas which 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 can go through, and um, so yeah, that's basically my my roles and responsibilities. Yeah, I think the thing with corporations is they try and do a blanket this fits all type things whereas it is really more of a personal solution that needs to be done i think one thing that's great that you mentioned is that you're one of many um sort of advisors in 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 that sense you're not just i've not just taken one big 
roll and sort of stuck them in head office, you're at least you're actually in the in the building with people and you can yeah. have those communications one on one, which is a good step in the right direction. But like you say, it's it's probably nowhere near the level that it that it could be. And that, I think that's just oh, gonna be sure. a learning curve for, for businesses as a as a whole. I think it's not just yeah. fashion that's at fault there. That needs it. But it but it's good that sort of companies like this <clears throat> actually acknowledge the fact that mental health is a big um you know, something to to um to showcase and to really um take into consideration. I mean, I don't know many companies that have sort of these mental health ambassadors where um their main purpose is to is to make your life easier. Um so in that sense it's a good it's a good starting point for for getting things going yeah definitely i mean the second podcast was with a good friend of mine harry and he's in the the navy and that was the last place that i would expect to find anything like that and he was mm. saying that it's been brought in and it's not uh, a, a shunned word so to speak so you you talked about your volunteering on that side of things as well. Is that is there yeah. much of a contrast in that? Like, how do you how do you see that side of the of the coin? What's what what attracts you to that that side of the? Space? So for my for my uh, volunteering that I I sort of used to do a lot more often when I was at uni, but less now because of my time schedules. Um, was with Mosaic LGBT Youth Network. And what they provide is they get the sort of, um, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, um, trans um, sort of workers or volunteers and, and have um, a space for, for young persons to come and, you know, see themselves and and um be a part of the community and and have someone to speak to um just because when you're at that age you're figuring out a lot of things and and um sexuality should not be the hardest thing that you have to figure out so what they provided was a safe space um of a diverse um uh individuals who 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 experience different things and um you know we used to we used to take them out to for pride and um uh, i actually marched with um a pride with them and you know uh we used to bring uh, guest speakers in um and and all of that it was just really um what we call in our community like a chosen family um sort of that sense of community something to really keep you going something you can go and and speak to and and if you have any issues um you've got a direct contact of of someone who feels like you which is amazing because um again i wish i had that when i was uh, i was young but you know it, it's that direct contact of of advice and and other things that um we provided them amazing so what's what's next for for mustafa what's the uh what's the what's next that's a very 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 good question again i love how you like start with a start with a banger and end with one too um it's uh again it's something that i don't really 
Um, think about it. I'm I'm in a very very good sort of space in my life at the moment. Um, what I've learned right now is to really take every day as if it were a gift and and really live and experience as much as I possibly can. Um, I don't really have sort of something that I'm striving towards at the moment. Of course, um, as with everyone. Um, uh, you know, in terms of career and wealth and all of this, my aspirations are always high. But um, in 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 other sense, I guess to just live every day um, with uh, with great gratitude and um, take in as many experiences as possible, and um, and just be better for myself and others. Would you say that you're pretty much the majority of the time at peace? Like you're you you're comfortable and you're you're happy and I think so. I think looking around um, at every aspect of my life, I'm 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 quite quite happy. If um, you know, if if little Mustafa saw this, he would never believe it. Um, um, I think you know, in terms of my emotional support uh in terms of my career in terms of uh, my my social life and everything like that i'm i'm pretty content i pray i think everything is um it's is what little mr hoped it to be this is very miss universe but it's <laughs> but yeah well i mean it's a great place to be and i think you've You've touched on all the points that allow you to be there. It's not just the case of you being stationary, like you say. There's still movement and yeah. there's still drive and there's still vision and there's a lot of like little things that keep you in place and keep you in check and allow you to mm. to enjoy your life, which is one of the one of the biggest takeaways that I would love people to get from this is like we are trying to create a place that's livable and that's enjoyable and that is is fruitful like you see a lot of stuff on the internet where it's like you have to be here and you have to keep striving and you have to keep pushing yeah. yourself to this absolute limit of a of a man and and, and there's other pressures across um everything that's that's out there but it's just if we can find contentment and we can enjoy enjoy the moment and we can still have ambition and we can still move forward i think that is an absolutely fantastic position to be in because you're going to be a lot happier you're not resentful and you're you're able to to enjoy life which is one of the one of the best things about it is that you get to enjoy it so musfa it's been an absolute pleasure um, as always i hope to see you soon in person um, so yeah thank you very much Thank you so much for having me. And um, what you're doing, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I, I hope there shall be uh, 500 more episodes. And I can't wait to tune in to 500, all 500. 500 more. And you can come in now, Julia. <laughs>